0: Right now, I'd like to introduce to you some friends of mine. Welcome back. Hey.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Episode three. Yes.
0: yes, finally we're moving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we hope that you guys really love the fact that we are doing every other week, yes. keeping it moving, keeping it pushing and pumping them out for y'all. We are so excited about this. Yes,
2: yeah, I love it. Every two weeks, I feel like every month is keeping y'all waiting way too long, and y'all don't deserve that.
1: <laughs> <And> <laughs> so every
2: other week. Yes.
1: So and this is a very special episode because we want to stay committed to y'all. We are doing this yes. virtually. We're not in person so like it's a little different now so
3: yeah
1: bear with this but you know we're gonna try to make it just as fun even though the energy is always better when we're in person it's still gonna be absolutely vibe is still there vibe is still
2: there always yes yes
1: yes. so how's everybody feeling it's been a minute let's do a quick check-in with y'all is everybody good
0: it has been a minute, it feels like. It mm-hmm. does, yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm feeling pretty good. You know, we're almost done with February, yeah. so that's crazy to me. It feels like the month is just zooming by. Mm-hmm. Um, Valentine's Day was cute. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the
3: lovers.
0: <laughs> yes. And yeah, overall, I feel pretty good. I'm sipping on some um, rum over here, so I'm feeling good. What do y'all oh, sipping on? It's- I have brandy
2: and ginger ale. It's pretty good. It's called Paul Mason oh, or <laughs> I'm sure I'm saying
1: that
2: wrong. <laughs>
0: what do you have, Kim?
1: I am sipping on white Hennessy and ginger ale like a hood rat.
0: You are not
3: playing.
0: Come you know on, pure white. Listen, you go st- straight
1: straight from Dr. Straight from Dr. You know.
0: Love it. Oh, no. Straight from Dr.
1: Straight from Dr. Because you can't it. get it in the U.S. So like you know,
0: right? <laughs> I love.
1: That. Niggas gotta sneak yeah. it, sneak it over <laughs> here, but not really sneak, cause they sell it at the gift shop at the <laughs> <Exactly>. airport. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had that in a minute. Yeah,
0: yeah. I know, me either.
2: It's good stuff. It's All good right, well, Kim, what do you have for us this week for our mental health minute?
1: All right, folks, this is the mental health minute, and y'all know I'm just coming with some things that we can do to preserve our mental health. So for today's mental health minute, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like,
2: <laughs> I don't know why I'm taking a sip. Of
1: this is not healthy right so for today's (laughs) mental health minute i want to talk about uh self preservation and how we preserve ourselves and how important it is to preserve yourselves so we are now in a point in time where we're experiencing a burnout that could be from work could be from people Mm -hmm. and it is important to preserve yourself from those things that take from you because you can't pour mm-hmm. from an empty cup, you know?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. On. So it is important to save yourself, take things for yourself and keep things for yourself and do things that are important for you. I know for me, at least when I feel like I'm just being pulled in so many different directions, I tend to fall back, go into hiding, if you will. And, you know, uh-huh. I use that time to like recharge. So, uh-huh. I, you know, I may simply just turn my phone off or I'll just probably like watch TV or I'm a foodie, so I'll probably eat my emotions and, you know, Mm -hmm. do things that make me feel good in order for me to like recharge to kind of be a better person for myself and other people. Whatever you may do to self-preserve, figure out what it is that, you know, you could do and practice that and don't let people take advantage of you.
3: Period. Absolutely not. That's
1: that, and I don't love know it. What it is. That's it. That's the mental health minute for today. <laughs> love it.
0: Thank yes. you. Yes. That. Right. Don't let people take advantage of you. Okay. Can you say that again? Do
1: not <laughs> let people take advantage of you. Okay. Because <laughs> people will, if you let them, you be surprised. Sure, they, nowhere. They will drain you if you let them. So yeah, it's important just to. Save yourself. Save yourself first. We want to save everybody, but you got to think Ooh. of yourself first.
0: Yeah. Save yourself save first. Yourself first. You put your put- mask on first. Put <laughs> the other person's <laughs> mask on, on the airplane because you cannot put their mask on if you are not here.
1: Okay. Period.
0: Uh, I've never understood that because if it's my child, like I'm definitely
2: putting their mask on first. But I guess I understand why now.
3: Can can just explain it.
2: But I can't imagine my child sitting there not being able to breathe. And I'm like, hold on. Yeah,
1: I understand. That's okay. Right, right. So I know, Bobby, I'm pretty sure you've been watching and listening to some pretty cool <laughs> shit. Let's get into Bobby's things to watch and listen to. What's going on, sis? What you got for us?
0: Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really am. <laughs> as you take your sip. As you take your sip. All right, y'all. Euphoria. That's number one. Nikki, please tell me your are up on this. <laughs> I, I don't even know a
2: platform at all. Oh
0: my God. <laughs> I keep hearing about it. I heard it's good. What is it okay. on? Okay. It is on HBO Max. I'm not going to ruin it for you, but I will right. tell you. No, can, no, just say what you want, girl. It's intense. And Zendaya is acting her ass off. I've heard
2: that. So she's upgraded from Disney Channel.
0: Girl, I mean, it's just like the past. So this is season two. Mm -hmm. So for anybody who doesn't know, and it feels like a season five because of how much goes on on the show. Um, But she literally, I think everybody knows the the show is about drugs and teens and high school and things like that, sex, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But she is just plays such an intense character um, and just really touching on the... I guess, issue of addiction mm-hmm. and how it can oh. play out. <laughs> yeah. I thought it and, was just about high school drama. It is about high school, but people go through drug addiction and all no, that oh, kind right, of stuff. Right, right. But In this is, is a high school, and, school
1: like, un- any other yeah, high school I've ever seen before.
0: <laughs> I mean, I just, I was telling somebody else, I feel like it just, you know how people like walk through high school and everybody has a story, but right. sometimes people try to put on a facade or like they're trying to fit in, so they're not really showing who they really are. Mm-hmm. I feel like in this show, and not even just in the high school, like the parents too, all of their dark secrets are exposed. That's what it feels like. It's exposing all those dark secrets that people are carrying around every day, putting it on Front Street. And that shit is wild as fuck, okay?
2: So Do I know why it's called Euphoria? Like, where did that come from?
0: Well, apparently it's based on um, another show that was in a foreign country and they decided to make it in the U.S. Um oh, okay. So, but the euphoria, in my opinion, is probably just that euphoric feeling of when you're high and you're on drugs and it's yeah. just, you know, reach that certain point. Okay. Um, but I think it's also uh, an oxymoron for, you know, euphoria being this beautiful, blissful place, but it also can be what? deadly. deadly. You know, like, <laughs> what are you going to do to keep reaching this feeling? And then, you know, it's just, it's deep, it's deep. Okay. So people should definitely be watching that show. Um, I haven't watched the most recent episode. Have you, Keem? I episode have, six. And you okay.
1: need to watch it. It's, I know. I'm still was... trying to get over
0: episode five because mm-hmm. episode five and four, four were yeah. just took me there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So sorry, Nikki, you need to watch that.
1: Yeah, you need <laughs> okay. to watch it. It, it. can't even have the discussion, Nikki, because you're. <laughs> no, you can.
0: I really, I promise you, I won't. It doesn't matter to yeah, me. Yeah, this season. No,
1: I'll try. I'll try. It was, it was, I'll give it a try. Yeah, this season yeah, was really intense. That. It was really okay. intense this season.
0: Really good. Really good. And so the second one, and Keem, you're going to die laughing because. Me and Kim watched this together along <laughs> with Blue Little Baby. It is called Tender Swindler, <laughs> Nikki. What in the world? I can't relate, no, guys. No, 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 no. Listen to this. Listen uh, to this. Because this is a docu-series on Netflix. Okay, I'm a docu Yeah, so obviously it's about a true story. This guy named Simon Laviv, and I'm going to put his name out there because his name needs to be out there. <laughs> oh, Lord. And I'm gonna read you this quote on the CNN article that I read where it says, he quotes, I just wanted to meet some girls. That's what he said. Unbelievable. <laughs> okay. And so basically, this guy, he became famous, man-made famous, apparently. Um, And it's a true crime sensation where he's denying that he's a con. So what he does is he lures (laughs) people on Tinder. And then he pretends like he's this rich and famous guy. Oh, my gosh, I love you. And I want (sighs) to marry you. Oh, but something just happened. Like, dang, I don't have access to any of my funds. Like, can you please wire me $10,000? I hate to be asking you this. Like, I promise you, I'll pay you back. And girl... To it? Yes. Had to pull out loans, had to pull the shit out of the sky. And it's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to pay back in two weeks. Two weeks goes by. Um, I'm so sorry, like something else happened. I'm gonna promise you I'm gonna pay you back, but can you also, by the way, send me 25000 dollars more dollars? So,
2: how long does he know these ladies before they send it? Because I don't know people in high school used to be like, Can I have a dollar? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he doesn't know them long at all, but I think that's the gag mm-hmm. because he's like, Oh, you're gonna come on my jet and I'm gonna buy you this and I'm gonna fly you here. And they're like, Oh my gosh, you must be rich. You asked me for ten thousand dollars, it's probably nothing for you. So yeah. I'm sure I'm going to wow. get that back. Yeah. But then I don't get it back. And, these... and you just have to watch. Yeah. Go ahead, Kane. I
1: was going to say, Ooh. these girls are dumb enough to send wow. money Because for me Like I could be talking To somebody And I probably Won't even send you $25 But like These girls <laughs> Were Taking out loans uh, Maxing out Their American Express it, Listen You know how hard it is To get an American Express And they were <laughs> getting it Like it was nothing Maxing out Their car Just ruining their credit <laughs> so, Literally like, uh, Fucking wow. up Their I just credit I just
2: put it on my Netflix
1: Like watch list Or whatever You, you have to watch, I gotta watch it I watch like,
0: you have to. have to. It's insane.
1: Like the the scamming was next level, and like yes. homeboy is still out here. He's still out yep. here. Oh, yep. you, you anything. He, he's, I just, well, that's not
2: really a crime.
1: Listen. And
0: listen, Kim. Mm-hmm. On CNN, they said an interview is reportedly set. This was this article is from today, mm-hmm. Monday the twenty first, and it's set <laughs> to do an interview on Monday and Tuesday on Inside <laughs> Edition where he's denying the allegations.
1: There are receipts, fool. There are voice
3: notes. <laughs> no, there it's are text not, messages. a <laughs>
1: crime
0: though, right? Like, that can't be a crime. So, they,
2: um, if people so it, it's like, that's your fault.
0: Exactly. That's the gag. It's like, how do you prove that they were coerced because for all they knew, they were in love mm-hmm. and I'm helping him out. I don't want him to be in danger. And, right, right. But he was never in danger. You were never in love. That's mm-hmm. the whole thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if lying is a crime or being stupid is a crime either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you could, like, if you're stupid enough to fall for it, I don't know if you're a victim.
0: Oh, my God. It's difficult. It's difficult. Because I get what you're saying. Like, both me and Kim were kind of like, all That's right, yeah. But We're going to be getting nine credit cards maxed <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> much less probably one mm-hmm. but you never know some people they may have never felt that before like oh my gosh he must really love me he's taking me on private jets and I've never experienced this you know and yeah. like wow he loves me so much and he's just asking me for my help I, I have to do this for him you know yeah. and then you end up getting into some deep shit that you can't get out of mm-hmm. so yeah Wow. It's you pretty on on
2: that show.
0: <laughs> That's number 2. And then number 3, and Kim, you could probably take a guess what I'm going to say for number 3. What do you think?
1: I'm just going to go with my
0: <laughs> Go with your gut.
1: <laughs> go with my gut. Are we talking about inventing Anna are we going to talk we about are. Hey, okay, we're talking
0: about inventing Anna. <laughs> mm. Nikki, what are you about to say? Um, well, I was, I was listening because I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm
2: excited for whatever is going to come out of this. <laughs> so I'm just laughing that we got it out of all the shows in the world.
0: Yes. Um, so this is a show. It's a limited series. It's nine episodes. Again, on Netflix. So Not I believe. It. Well, yeah, these last two have been on Netflix. Yep, Shonda Rhimes, my girl. If okay. you love Grey's Anatomy, if you love Scandal, it's popping. Um, and basically it's a show about a journalist who's investigating the case of this lady named Anna Delvey, who was this Instagram legendary heiress. And she apparently stole the hearts of all the top players in New York, but she was scamming too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's so crazy. Like Keem, the part that's sticking out to me right now is when they were in Morocco.
1: Yeah. That was the crazy part. That's where like shit really hit the fan. Mm-hmm.
0: Nikki, could you imagine being on vacation with somebody, a friend, a close mm-hmm. friend who you think and you know is rich, 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 like right? can right. buy, you know, right, and okay. all of a sudden, the bill that y'all been spending up in Morocco, dinners, uh, spa trips, <laughs> stuff, whatever, <laughs> presidential suites, champagne, oh my God, my, my credit card isn't coming through, like do you think you can cover um... it? Um, and then I can pay you back. And she covers um, it. Nikki, I going to tell you this one thing. Lord. She ends up having to put her company card and her regular card down for this girl. Sure, she's going to pay her back. Absolutely, she's going to pay me back. She spends, And hold on tight. I'm going to use your line for you. <laughs> <laughs> she spends over $60,000 no. on the no. corporate
1: card and on her regular card. On the corporate
0: card no. and the regular oh, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. To the point where mm-hmm. her job is ready to tell her she has committed fraud against the company for okay. letting her friend. See. I mean, it's just crazy. It's See, crazy. That's and why that's we need that's two or three good friends. God, <laughs> it's it. wild. All these scamming shows. I'm just like, and yeah. that's based on a true story too. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Oh God. Are you serious? Yeah. Yes. So it's a true the, story. Main, mm-hmm, the main actress, she plays Ruth in Ozark. So I love her. Oh, okay. Let me tell you, that stone is a true Based on true story. It's a
2: Shamaran? Truly, really?
0: It is. Yeah. She
2: so out of her, what I would have expected. But that's really good.
0: Me too. It was different for her too, but I, I did really, really like it. So yeah. So Jeez. those are my things to watch. And my thing to listen to, I love her. Her name is Nija. N I J A, yeah. she dropped an EP called "Don't Say I Didn't Warn You." It is so poppin'. It's a short EP. Um, it's giving you vibes like definitely relationship, love, and just like talking her shit for real. Um, she has a bomb voice. She's written for hella people. Everybody, literally um, everybody: Chris Brown, <laughs> Chloe Bailey, Kailani Ariana Grande, Kiana Lade, oh, wow. Beyonce, and Jay Z. Period. I'll drop the mic right there. She has. <laughs> Literally. And she's been on some of their songs too. She's so dope, but she's, she's so young. She's beautiful. And she's so young. Um, I got a chance to meet her and work with her a little bit. And she was only 21 years old when we worked with her. She literally was going back and forth wow. from college to write for these top number one yeah, artists. Her. Yeah. So make sure you check her out. Again, it's called Don't Say I Didn't Warn You. And that is my list of things to watch and listen to. And now I'm gonna throw it over to Nikki with her nicks and giggles.
3: Thank you, Bobby.
2: I'm actually following this girl right now, Nisha. Yes. Actually, no, this is not Nisha. Okay, I'll find it later. <laughs> I'm I just found on Instagram is not her. Okay, so a few things today. Number one, so the Super Bowl was last weekend. Or yes. I think it was yeah, last Sunday. I didn't watch it because I just... As much as I enjoy sporting events, like I'm a huge basketball fan, I like to watch football. But at the same time, like I just have been lately just pissed off with the NFL. With, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I never recovered from Colin Kaepernick. Okay. And then even after that, I didn't like the apology that their commissioner sent out last year. Mm-hmm. Who, um, what's his name? Roger Goodell, I think. He basically, after Black Lives Matter and George Floyd and all that, he basically was like, I'm so sorry. We definitely got things wrong in the past and we shouldn't have done certain things. Talking about Kaepernick, but he never said his name.
3: Uh,
2: So I kind of just felt like, okay, we all know a real apology includes like the thing you've done specifically when somebody's name, who you're apologizing to. So I thought that was rude. So I didn't watch the game. I have watched a few games since then, but I was like, you know what? I don't feel like watching Super Bowl. And then also I was pissed because I love the lineup for the halftime show. I thought that was amazing. Like, all of them are bomb. They deserve to, like, headline by themselves. But I kind of felt like they were doing it on purpose, like having an all-Black lineup Mm -hmm. and just having, like, as many Black people on stage as they could. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? It just seemed a little off to me. So I watched the performance, and it was really good. I enjoyed it. I thought it was bomb. I thought the set was bomb, like, all of it. But people on, like, social media keep saying how, this was like the best ever halftime show. And I right
1: to you. What <laughs> right. I've seen it
2: on social media and then even uh, yeah. a few people at work have said it. And I'm kinda like, okay, that's a little weird. Like if you remember Michael Jackson, like yeah. I don't remember it, obviously. I do in mind but I've seen it several times. I can probably perform it if I needed to. Like that was a bomb ass performance. Yeah, Like, to me, that's like the pinnacle, number one.
3: Yeah, that's the precedent Prince, for other exactly. Super I mean, yeah. yeah, right.
2: And then Prince was in, I think, two thousand seven. Might have been I think it was two thousand seven though. Mm-hmm. His performance was just amazing. It's Prince, so he's not going to not right. perform his better off. And then I think number three for me would be Beyonce. Absolutely. In of course, twenty was at thirteen. 20, I think twenty thirteen. I think those are like top three. There's nothing that could touch those unless Beyonce comes out with something new, which I'm sure she will, and performs again. Or Michael or Prince comes back from the dead and performs. <laughs> or like a hologram or a holograph. Right. Which one is it? Hologram. hologram. <laughs> right, nothing. <that> <laughs> um, or Janet performs. <laughs> one or the other. Period. But I didn't understand people saying like that was the best of all time. I just didn't agree. And I feel like that is what they want it. They want it. Somebody would be like, oh, this was amazing. And it's like, no, that just didn't give. Okay. Also, I feel like a lot of people use the word ally a lot right now, Mm -hmm. as far as like talking about being an ally for black people, being an ally for Asians, the Jewish community, LGBTQ. Um, and I feel like the word just gets thrown around in the wrong way.
3: Right. And I
2: heard it recently because there's a case out right now um this guy young dude works for FedEx he was driving his truck and it wasn't actually a FedEx truck I think they gave him like a rental for the day an mm-hmm. like, actual FedEx employee and he was delivering in the neighborhood I forgot what state it's in that he was in but and so two white guys a father and son very similar to Ramon Aubrey mm-hmm. started shooting at him Oh wow. Yeah, so he lived. It's really the same exact if you look at the picture of the, the father and son, it'll remind you of the father and son of Maman Aubrey. Mm. But the difference is that he lived. So now of course he's taking them to court. They're being charged yeah. with like attempted murder and all that. I hope they go to jail and all that good stuff. Yeah. But I feel like as soon as cases like this comes up come up, um, I don't know, people just use the word like I'm here for the black community, I'm an ally. I just feel like you don't have to it's like it's really about your actions you should not be calling yourself an
0: ally right. you
2: shouldn't and i think i see it more because i watch i do watch a lot of like political stuff so i see it more of like commentators and things mm-hmm. but it's like you it's more about what you do for the community right than like i don't have to say i'm an ally of any community if i just am a decent human being right like either you're decent or you're not to mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. like if you're an ally to me, that means you're going above and beyond and like you're raising money in your community. Like you're doing something above right. just being like being the average person. Right. So I just don't like when the word is like thrown around in that sense. So I think I've heard it more now because of that case. And then there was something else recent <laughs> that happened. <I> forgot. <laughs> I'm laughing because I feel like it was like, I don't remember what it was. Well, why do you think
0: about that? I wanted to, Jump back to the um Super Bowl real quick. Cause yeah. I just was thinking a lot of the people that were really loving this Super Bowl halftime concert seemed to be the people that grew up with that particular yeah, era's music. But, you know, like Eminem, like they were like diehard Eminem 50 Cent. There were so many people like mm-hmm. my mom's age. My mom mm-hmm. didn't really like 50 Cent like that, but <laughs> my mom's age that were like, oh my gosh, yes. like yeah. This yeah. is crazy. And he wasn't even supposed to perform. I don't think they didn't at least promote, yeah,
1: that, he was,
0: didn't promote so. that he
2: was. supposed to be in oh, there. Oh, that's what it was. That's what I was thinking about. Eminem, who I love. I, I remember, um, I wasn't like a super fan, but I remember loving him as a kid, like mm-hmm. coaching and all that. But he moving at the Super Bowl, I think a lot of people had a problem with that. So I, I saw like interviews with that and stuff, people talking about it. And I just feel like you were mad that Colin Kaepernick kneeled during the anthem. Which man kneeled during a rap song and you still have a problem? Wait, Eminem kneeled? Yeah, he kneeled I during the anthem. I didn't know summer. that. Yeah, yeah, so the NFL put you. out a statement saying that they didn't want him to do it, they didn't agree with it, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, hey, this wasn't the anthem. He was kneeling really at a random point in time. Like, what is the issue? It was further, just like, infuriates me about the nfl because i just yeah.
0: i just don't understand like, why are you people. even putting out a statement about it right like let right. him be his artistic self and yeah. do whatever the fuck he wants to do I, I think they
2: put it out because they knew nfl fans would be outraged by him kneeling. but it's like it wasn't the anthem the problem was that he was moving during the anthem before now it's during a rap song and no exactly like, come on like oh, please I can't do it. So I don't know. I just I just I just don't like the NFL. So I think next year I'm really just not <laughs> gonna watch any more games. I'm gonna stop teetering back and forth. I'm just done with that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't really remember the last time I really watched the Super Bowl. Like I almost forgot to tune into halftime. This year, but I really, honestly, I only watch the halftime. Then I exactly going about okay. the rest of my day. And normally, sometimes I don't <laughs> even watch halftime. I'll wait till it's on like YouTube or some shit uh-huh. like that, and then I'll check back that's in. So
2: and let me tell y'all, I even make sure to watch it on YouTube. The performance, not on the NFL's YouTube channel, because that's how <laughs> that I am. Fight the
1: power.
3: <laughs> <Yes>.
2: <laughs> I don't care if I'm the only one in the world. Like it just, it just pisses me off. I just can't stand them. It's like a big difference between them and the NBA. So yes. I just, I'm done with them.
0: I got you. All right, y'all.
2: That wasn't much of a giggle, but um, we'll relax <laughs> later on. <laughs> All right, so we'll be right back after a short break. All righty.
0: And we are back.
1: You're we back? Take a sip.
0: Take a sip. Oh, my bad. Okay. Yes. I hope y'all took a sip with us too. Um, And I just want to say a really quick shout out to Get Me Hip Network. They are our supporter and we appreciate them so much for getting us started. Um, And yeah, with that, I'm going to send it over to Keem with today's pickup conversation.
1: What's up, everybody? So this week I'm steering the ship for today's pickup conversation. (laughs) I was trying to think of something because I feel like we've been pretty serious like the last like two times we've like had conversations. So I wanted to do something like real funny and like ratchet, but I seen this tweet and I was like, "Hmm." this is good. Like I, I got to talk <laughs> about this <laughs> because I feel like I, this is stuff that I think about. And it's kind of like the same conversations we normally have when we're just like sitting around talking. So I seen a tweet that said, learn the difference between your intuition guiding you and your trauma misleading you. Okay. Mm. So I'm going to repeat that. Learn Whoa. the difference between your intuition guiding you and your trauma misleading you. So I had to sit Ooh. on that for a second and think like, okay. There have been times where I like I had to like figure out, okay, is this intuition or is this fear kind of sending me in another direction because I'm just scared of the outcome? I had to think about the words, okay? The wording. So the definition of trauma, a deeply distressing or disturbing experience. Okay. Intuition. The ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. Okay, all right. What does this mean? So to kind of re reiterate on the uh, definitions again, I'll go back. Trauma: the definition for that is a, dis- a deeply distressing or disturbing experience.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Intuition: the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. The question that I think I, the question that I have for you guys is: okay, how do we determine what is intuition and what is fear and trauma and the decisions mm. that we make in our like everyday lives and how we like go about things. Yeah. I'll take a coin toss and whichever one of you wants to like answer, like, <laughs> <laughs> you guys can do that. Yeah, and it's something that was you got to like, like marinate first. On. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, that's so tough. And I feel like I was talking about this today because uh, I feel like even with the fear part, like you said, intuition, and then you said, what was the other word you used? Uh, Trauma. 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 And like, sometimes we may not not even realize that we have gone through a trauma that is affecting the way that we think about things. Like if somebody is fear, (laughs) (laughs) if someone has fears of like taking the next step in a relationship, for example, right? You may not realize that, it is even fear from a trauma. You may just think that, well, no, this is my intuition telling me like, you know, people don't always make it or I don't know, like I want to be sure. But re- in reality, there could be nothing wrong. And right. that could just be that you're fearful because you do never experience positive relationships or mm-hmm. and that may not be in the forefront of your head. So how do you even know if that is? It could feel like intuition to you, mm-hmm. you know, like you could feel like, no, nah, no. Nah, nah. I've seen this before. Let me go ahead and reel this back. And that could, I, that's my intuition, you know, but in reality, it's not. It's really that you've gone through trauma and you think it's your intuition. So I have no idea really how you could even tell yeah. if you're not fully emotionally intelligent to be able to decipher the two. Mm-hmm. That's hard. That's a good point. I
2: think it is hard to tell because when you're in the moment making decisions, you, I think your natural Instinct would be to think that it's your intuition
3: mm-hmm.
2: and not a trauma response. I think it would some I think it would take somebody telling you, oh, that's a weird response for you to think like, oh shoot, maybe that's because of my past experience. But I do think it comes with age and maturity. Mm-hmm. Well, more maturity than age, because you could be mature at any age, but mm-hmm. more maturity to decipher whether or not you're making decisions based on trauma or intuition. But also you can be making positive decisions Mm -hmm. based on past trauma right so I think a good example that most people well not most people a lot of people can relate to is being in a relationship but you didn't see that with your parents or Mm -hmm. getting married and there's a whole bunch of divorces in your family like Mm -hmm. you're making that positive change to decide like okay I I know what I need to do right based on what I saw that was wrong but on the day-to-day level, that is so hard to tell, I think. Like, I can't, I'm, I'm really thinking, I'm going to try to think as y'all talking, like, a decision that I've probably made, like, recently that might be based on trauma that I thought was intuition, because it is hard mm-hmm. to tell.
1: I think, for me, actually, when you bring up the talk about relationships, Okay, I think of a person who has been constantly cheated on and they're now in a new relationship. So they move completely different now. Now they're a little bit more Mm -hmm. insecure. There's a lot of, yo, what are you doing? Where are you at? This has to be from, okay, the trauma is I've been cheated on and this has happened to me. So naturally I respond and I react to this because my brain is wired to think, okay, this happened to me. So now this experience is happening to me with this person when right. in all actuality, maybe this person hasn't given you reason to believe that they're cheating on you or doing, because if you guys have an understanding or if there are, if there's clear communication going on here, if there's mm-hmm. some type of affirmation here, if there's trust, your intuition will tell you, Hey, well, they've never given me a reason right. to be mistrustful of them. So maybe I should listen to that versus the things that I'm kind of reverting back to because mm-hmm. of past traumas and what I've experienced in my other relationships that infiltrate what I'm feeling now. I don't know, uh-huh. I was thinking about that earlier and it was so interesting to me, but then also I thought about a time in college and this feels so minute, but like, I felt uh-huh. like it uh, it applies because, okay, I'm gonna just like tell the story because it's it's hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there we, we weren't allowed to have like, Parties on like campus or whatever Like in the dorms if Mm -hmm. you will So this was like towards the end of the semester Everybody was like "On some Fuck it we're gonna have a party type time In like the dorms So Mm -hmm. they had like this really really big party So I'm at the party We're all lit A few of my friends Yo we're gonna smoke at dorms across the hall I said, bet, I'm going to go across the hall and we're going to smoke. So we're smoking. I'm lit out of my mind at this point. So the party's still going on or whatever. So I'm like, yo, I got to get out of here because everybody's still there. I need to get back to the party or whatever. Like, I feel like I'm missing something. As soon as I'm about to leave, part of me was like, No, just chill for a second. Like, you know, uh, you don't got to leave just yet. Just just chill. And I was like, all right, let me just go back in there and like, you know, chop it up with everybody else. Literally five to 10 minutes later, there's off campus police. There's campus police coming there (laughs) to shut the party down. When I tell you the rooms were like like adjacent toward each other so I can look in the back and I see like people jumping out the window. Like yeah, like oh they were literally God. jumping. And this is a second story like dorm, but mind you, it wasn't like that far of a jump.
2: Courtney, you cannot be surprised by this story. Yeah, like people were. Like, after we like, <laughs> in the same like, just take, just take Like people
1: were literally jumping no, jumping
0: out the window, That's out the street.
1: window to like avoid getting arrested. So. I'm like, oh shit. Because I'm pretty sure if I was over there, I probably would have been one of those people (laughs) jumping out the window. (laughs) And so like, I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like the police are here. And here I was about to leave to go to this party. But something was just like, nah, chill. Mm. And the thing is, I didn't even go against it. I was like, nah, I'm going to just chill for a second. And then I think about it like, okay. That's kind of like intuition, if you will, a little like that's your gut telling you, no, just chill. Like, I didn't even have to debate because normally I'll be like, no, I'm going to go back over there. Like, I don't want to miss nothing. But I literally thought to myself, no, just just chill for a second. And,
3: Mm -hmm. you know,
1: I probably would have been one of those people jumping out the window. And (laughs) (laughs) here we are. So I I think I, I do. I do agree with. Intuition, I feel like, has a lot to do also with your uh discernment, you know, and
3: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And and, and and the judgment. Right, right. So when it comes to that, I feel like I use that to make decisions and I try not to go back to past traumas to help mm-hmm. me because it's easy to just be to be scared. It's easy to it's easy Absolutely. to be like, no, I'm not doing this just because of that and it's your mind really telling you one thing because you're scared and not really listening to yourself like, okay this could be a good thing for you, you know, and I feel like your body, your body doesn't lie to you either. I feel like there are, there are feelings that we get to, to tell us like, no, this, this isn't, this isn't a good decision to make. Yeah. I
0: feel like I go to therapy and I'm a really big advocate for people to go to therapy because I feel like Mm -hmm. it really just opens up your mind um, to things you may not have seen before and specifically self-talk like people talk about oh you talk to yourself like that's crazy no
1: no
0: you need to be taught you have multiple (laughs) personalities thoughts experiences they all be swimming up there in your mind and affecting the way that you move through life and I just feel like with self-talk that's your way of figuring out if it's intuition or am I making an emotional decision? And I feel like that's where that trauma comes in. Like if somebody's like, I don't think so. I think that we shouldn't do this because this is an emotional. No, I'm gonna sit there and think, okay, am I I being an emotional or is this really something we should be doing and you're trying to talk me out of it? Mm -hmm. Like that's where that kind of decision-making comes in. And I do feel like if your intuition is something that you cannot ignore, like it's gonna keep even to your body physically, it's going to be like, oh, this does not feel right. Right. This is not like, even if I feel like, no, I made that decision because, you know, I've been through that before. Nah, something in my body is still telling me that's not the right decision. Mm -hmm. That's where your intuition is coming from, for sure.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. I do think that, and this doesn't apply to what you mentioned, Keem, but I do think that we have to be careful not to label um, like our experiences as trauma if they're not like what does the definition say? There was one word that stuck out in which you said I googled it. Distressing, like that is a distressing situation. Like running from the police, <laughs> like yeah, distressing, yeah. absolutely right. But I think sometimes people might label an experience as trauma, and it's and it's more so a life experience that they should learn from and try to persevere the next, persevere through the next time, mm-hmm. instead of thinking like, oh my goodness, I'm so scared to like apply for this job because the last two i didn't get and it's like well boo boo most people have to apply to like 10 in order to get one Mm -hmm. like (laughs) that's not a trauma that's just like that's just a challenge in life Mm -hmm. right but there are so many traumas i feel like we deal with that do affect our intuition right positively Mm -hmm. or negatively like i remember to your point you i remember in middle school and i never i never understood why my mom said this until now she used to say like whatever you do, do not ever run or walk away from the police. Mm. And in my head, I was like, and this is when I was living in New York and like going to school, like on the train and stuff. And I was like, well, why? Like everything I've seen in movies, like you run from the police. (laughs) But now I understand, like you never, ever, ever, let alone as a black person, anybody should be running from the police, whether you, and she used to like literally say, like, I don't care if you did something wrong, your friends, like you, I don't care what you did, you never run. Right. Mm. But so I think she was like, in my head now i realize i avoided a trauma like now it's in my intuition to not Mm. (laughs) run from the police like Mm. now i just know what to do if i was in a situation where i thought about running because i avoided that trauma of having to deal with that right i think it's it's so it's hard to label like what traumas affect our day-to-day because i think thankfully like i don't think i have any like major traumas I don't think I have I could probably think of one thing that I would label as like that was traumatic and I could see how it affects like my day to day but I think I'm lucky enough to not have anything that I'm like even relationship wise like I think niggas was just stupid like that ain't my fault (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: like
2: that's not like I maybe it was like in the minute in the moment maybe it was trauma but now I'm like nah like it's whatever Mm -hmm. like that's how I move now like it's just gonna be based on what I learned not necessarily like a traumatic event
0: (laughs) I think to play to play devil's advocate to what you're saying, Nikki. Just from mm-hmm. like doing some mental health work and just some mm-hmm. training, like with dealing with people, I've definitely learned that traumas are subjective as well. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. for sure. But it's, it's interesting though because mm-hmm. you would think that we all understand there's a baseline. Of like yeah, it's not though. Challenges that you go through life and you're going to experience, and they're going to be difficult and hard, versus things that really affect you mentally, yeah. mm-hmm. traumatically. And there are people who are who could be traumatically affected. Absolutely, like, yeah. a job that could give them social anxiety, it could like so you just really never mm. know how it can affect you, and they might not even realize that that's a traumatic experience for them, and how yeah, that's, that's affecting. Point. Everything else that they're going like no nope, you know what I'm never gonna go and I'm just gonna do these little jobs over here I'm never gonna go for my full potential because I get too much anxiety mm-hmm. sure. and to, you know like mm-hmm. it's just it's crazy that's a good point
2: and I think that's why it's so important to know yourself and go to therapy so that you do know exactly what affects you in what ways like I know for me like the seasons of the year affect me differently mm-hmm. than they affect somebody else so that's subjective right? right so right. Like I would never say like somebody's, that's right what you're saying. Like somebody's trauma, somebody's anxiety is like not validated. It's different for everybody, but it's so important to know like, okay, what, is, what am I responding to in this moment? What can I challenge myself to overcome? And what can I, what do I need to seek help for? Right. Yes. Like what, what do I need to, like, how do I navigate the situation instead of kind of just like huddling up inside
1: yourself? I think that's um something to consider. You know, because I actually agree with what you said, Bobby, like everybody's traumas are subjective. You know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. something that may affect you in one way may not be the same for me. And I think, damn, I had a, a fucking good point. I hate when this happens where I'm sitting on something and we talk and then it just... I goes never. away shit oh my god but you know it, it is what it is um it'll come back it, it'll come back eventually after a long time i don't you know, i'm just not gonna i'm not gonna fight for it to come back but i i just kind of want to say that i like both insights that you guys uh-huh. uh gave to this situation because it, it was a really interesting twitter thread that was like going on in there like i've seen a few opinions and stuff and some people had really good reasonings and stuff but i kind of wanted to see where your heads were with this because I feel like just nowadays uh, we all sometimes can make decisions you know that are rooted in fear and trauma and we don't even realize Mm -hmm. it we don't realize it until it's like ah shit I could this this could have been a really good opportunity for me but because of like past experiences and what Mm -hmm. I've dealt with that kind of hindered the choice that I made. And, you know, it's, it's, it's we have to sometimes really just sit with ourselves and you made a good point, Bobby, with therapy does help, you know, Mm -hmm. and it helps you, it helps you with figuring Yourself out and and listening to yourself and, and I agree you have to talk to yourself. Like yeah. people be looking at me like I'm crazy when I'm sitting in my car <laughs> like because I really be having full blown <laughs> conversations with myself. Yeah, but like it like talking out loud helps it me helps. think. It helps me think like and it, it has saved me from making some really brass decisions. So mm-hmm. yeah. if you you are not crazy like Issa Rae mm-hmm. when she's talking to herself in the <laughs> mirror. Like right. sometimes you gotta do that. You really got got to talk to yourself and you got to like think out loud so and yeah. you
0: got to talk to yourself because there are people who be trying to get in your head mm-hmm. and try to make you feel like their trauma is intuition for you right like what they've
1: right. Been through right hold right.
0: on how am you about to put your experience on mm-hmm. this experience that is mine and i'm supposed to make a decision based on what you experience mm-hmm. like so I got to self-talk and filter that out like, whoa, OK, people have had experience that is definitely valuable. Like you've lived your life. You've experienced different things that I may not have gotten to yet. So, yes, I want to hear your opinion. I want to hear um, the wisdom that you may have. Right. Mm-hmm. But then I have to decipher like, OK, is this really wisdom or are these your fears that you're trying to put on me mm-hmm. to make me not take big steps? because then I'll regret yeah. when right. I'm d- do- deciding it based off of your fears. Like that's kind of yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. People
1: will do that to you, impose their insecurities and their, you know, fears and projected project yeah. on you. I, I've seen that with a lot of niggas, you know, mm-hmm. and people that I know in real life will try to like, you know, talk you from not doing something or, you know, whatever experience that they had that wasn't positive for them. They'll try to put that on, like, no, that, that, I'm sorry that that happened to you, but that's I can't, yeah, like, I'm sorry. But <laughs> it's that, not mine. That's not mine. It, and it may yeah. not even be that, which is why I feel like discernment plays a, a major part in, you know, in when we make decisions and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, And
0: it's to your point, Nikki, when you're talking about the intuition that you got from your mom, like you didn't even have to experience a trauma to get that intuition. She just instilled that wisdom in you. And then it's just like, if you experience people giving you wisdom, that is the opposite of that, that is actually leading me into trouble. That's actually Mm -hmm. making me Mm -hmm. make bad decisions because I'm constantly scared because of your fear that you experienced, you know? Right, right.
2: And that's why it's so important. Like I told somebody recently, like, I don't care who you are, how great you are, how much money you have, what type of job you have. Like you can really benefit from experience. I mean, from therapy because regardless of your experience, like you have no idea, like what traumatic events you've been through that are affecting you. Like, How little or how big they are, like they're affecting your day to day and you don't know about it. That's when you start projecting it on somebody else. That's how you start like affecting your own decisions. And that can really overpower your intuition.
0: Absolutely.
1: For sure. Well, this was a dope conversation, you guys. And I want to thank yes. you for your amazing input. You guys are great. <laughs> you guys are great. I love talking to you guys.
2: Yes, of course. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Like Bobby said in the beginning, we'll be dropping a new episode every two weeks. So please stay tuned. You can follow us on Instagram at three political underscore podcast let me make sure there's an underscore yes there is three political t-h-r-e-e-l-y-t-i-c-a-l underscore podcast that's on instagram you can send us an email if you want to three political podcast at gmail.com any questions or comments but until next time thank you guys so much for tuning in
0: yes love y'all all right, all
1: right bye peace and light niggas <laughs> <laughs> what?